It's 2023, and many of us are setting out to reach the goals we've established for this year. For us to have the best chance to achieve our goals, there's one thing we need to talk about right away, and that is the number one reason goals are not achieved. The sooner we get out in front of this, the more likely and easier it will be for us to achieve the goals we've established. What is it? Stay tuned to find out. Running a service business can be hard. It is not unusual for business owners in industries like contracting, home repair, auto repair, business-to-business services like janitorial, IT and accounting, and many others to feel overwhelmed by all the priorities facing them at any given time. Between addressing the needs of the customers, managing the employees, figuring out the financials, and getting processes in place, feeling like you're making significant progress on your business journey can be difficult. Welcome to Service Industry Success, hosted by Brian Harding. Each week, Brian will look at real-world strategies for building the business you are dreaming of, while also sharing tactics to get through some of the most frustrating parts of business ownership with a lot more ease. Let's get started. All right, so it's a new year. 2023 is here. Happy New Year to all of you. And for most of us, um, I'd say the large percentage of people out there, you know, especially business owners, set new goals for each year. You know, goals can be anything from we want to grow this amount or we want to start doing this or we want to stop doing that. It could be revenue goals, could be profit goals, could be headcount goals, could be invoice goals, could be types of service goals, could be growth and expanding geographic areas or opening different locations. I mean, there's, the list just like goes on and on and on. It's a great time of year. It's super exciting for a lot of folks. And uh, I hope the topic I'm or the, the headline, I guess I should say, the title of this episode doesn't throw people off and make make them think I'm some kind of a, a negative, you know, wet blanket throwing New Year resolution crushing kind of person. That's not my intent. However, I do think it's important we talk about something right in the in the thick of this season of setting goals and and having lofty expectations and and like you know, acknowledging one of the, if not the most critical thing, I think it probably is the most critical thing or most likely reason that, that uh, goals are not achieved now. I think it's important to get out in front of that. And, and you know, this is one of those things that, while it's not super fun to talk about necessarily, it's also not productive in any way to dismiss it. Uh, a lot of folks are proponents of New Year's resolutions, like in their personal life. Um, I don't really do that. I used to do that when I was younger. I don't really do that much of that stuff anymore. However, business is different. I think it is important to have goals for business. I think it is important to have a, a target we're aiming for and, and uh, a purpose, you know, for each year. Each year in a business has a different purpose. When you're first starting out, your your purpose is stability, survival, cash flow. <laughs> are we going to make it? That's the, that's the purpose. And any of you guys who are familiar with the five stages I talk about with business, uh, stage one, you know, I call them visionaries because we're, we're just trying to figure out what are we trying to build? Let's get some stability. Let's let's make you know make it so we can survive, and get some cash flow so we can we can get to the next month and the next year. And then, um, you know, that season kind of goes. And then we're in stage two, and stage two is all about the customer. What? Who's their customer? Why should they buy from us? Uh, why would they pick us instead of Brand X? Blah blah blah. And then stage three is all about the employees, and stage four is all about processes and procedures. And stage five, stage five is all about you know the company uh, going on after the business owners are are ready to step aside. So each year has a purpose, and I think it is really important to identify what's our purpose for this year. What is what are we trying to do? And this is where we come up with our big ideas, which is really, like I said a couple times here, it's really important. We you know we want to go to, from where we're at now to 
to $5 million a year in revenue in 2023. We want to put a million dollars to the bottom line this year. Maybe this year we're going to buy a building. Or maybe this year I'm going to finally get out of a truck or out of the shop or stop doing XYZ. Stop being the a revenue-producing employee in my own company. That's a that's a big goal for a lot of business owners, and I I, I hope you all get it this year. Uh, so these dreams and ideas are important. You know, Elon Musk would not be Elon Musk without having tremendous vision. This kind of ability and and desire to see what are we trying to accomplish. Like, what's what's the point? <laughs> uh, knowing that I think is wildly uh, helpful. You know, successful people throughout history have had big ideas. We would not know the names Carnegie and J.P. Morgan and Henry Ford. We would not know any of those names if they didn't have big ideas. So I don't want to come across today as, as, as uh, giving the impression that I'm a person who does not believe in big ideas. That is absolutely not the case. I truly do believe that big ideas matter, at least they have in my life. But for many, maybe even most, this is sometimes where it stops. Sometimes things, the idea stops with just the idea. You know, sometimes we call this, uh, you know, the ideas could be called hopes or dreams or even assumptions. This idea I want, this thing I want is going to happen and that's that. If I just wish it hard enough, it's going to happen. And once you've unlocked the door that allows you to dream, which for many people is difficult, myself included, when I was younger, I was not, this was not natural for me, dreaming about a life, you know, I could, I could have, um, a house with a swimming pool, for example, that was such a foreign idea when I was younger. There's no way I would have thought of that. But once you've unlocked the door that allows you to dream like that, it is fun to think about how you would spend $10 million. It's fun to think about the charitable things that you would do with $100,000 per year. Or it, it's also fun to think about what's the infinity pool in my Maui estate going to look like? Those kinds of things are, there's no question, they are fun to think about. It is you know, again, once you open that door and allow yourself to dream, getting carried away with that stuff is fun. It, it's uh, it's exciting. Um, you know, it, it's just a, it's a huge gift that we can give ourselves is, is giving ourselves that ability to, to dream about what could be for ourselves. It's just not as fun or glamorous to dwell on how awesome it's going to be to spend several hours crafting a really compelling job posting to attract that next employee, which will replace us so we can stop being a revenue producing employee in our own company. It's not very fun to think about that. So while we need idea, both ideas and or dreams as well as action, currently, by and large, dreaming and having lofty aspirations is not our problem collectively. I say ours, I mean business owners in Western society. Having big dreams and big ideas in 2023 is generally not our problem. Now, some folks struggle with that still. Some folks have not found that ability to dream yet. And for them, I hope they find it like tomorrow. I think that is a, a, a huge benefit to have that. But for most people currently in Western culture, especially business owners, having lofty aspirations is not the problem. For most business owners, at least those who are no longer startups, the consistent action is a much bigger hurdle than developing the goal. So I want to stop being a revenue producing employee in my own company is a common goal I hear over and over and over again. What's not so commonly said is, Here's the training schedule I need to keep to train my replacement in that revenue-producing role. <laughs> Here's the weekly actions or monthly actions or daily things I need to accomplish. Here's the, here's the pace I need to keep in this endeavor of hiring my replacement to make sure I, I do it. That is not something that's talked about a lot. So just the fact of the matter is accountability, follow-through, 
being driven to act without immediate gratification, those are problems most of us have today. And I'm not talking, I want to be really clear about this. I'm not talking down to anyone. I suffer from this as much as anyone. Believe me, I struggle with this probably as much or more than in any of you listening. You know, when I was young and poor, taking action was not my problem. Dreaming and being able to see myself as worthy and able to achieve something was my problem. There's no question. Now that I have a more cushy lifestyle than I did, staying driven without having the urgency of getting out of that crummy apartment or buying a reliable car, staying driven is harder because there's not the, the urgent, compelling need to do something right now. There's always tomorrow. There's always next week. There's always next month. There's always next year. Anyhow, for most of us who have at least a few employees, goal setting is no longer likely to be our primary hurdle when it comes to moving forward. Ask just about any business owner what they want, and they can almost immediately tell you something like, I want to get out of a truck. I want to grow 25%. I need to buy another piece of equipment. I want to have enough money to buy that rental property my wife and I have been talking about for a long time. Action, follow through, follow up, grinding daily without that immediate gratification. Those are more likely to be holding us back. Ask those same business owners what measurable objectives they have in place to get out of a truck, and you might get a blank stare. You might even get a dirty look, maybe even worse. These are not comfortable things to talk about because we know as soon as that question is asked, immediately we know, oh, that's where my shortfall is. Oh, yeah, without that, this probably isn't going to be a reality. And again, I'm not talking to anyone here. If this wasn't hard, it wouldn't affect so many people, so many of us as significantly as it does. It is a thing, and it does affect a lot of us, and it's, it's a huge hurdle for many of us. So I'm not talking down to anyone here. Again, I struggle with this as much as anybody. But I also, we can't just pretend like this is not a thing. That's not going to help either. So the, 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 the way I look at this is what turns goals into reality is action. And I know it's super simple to say, and you've probably heard some version of that before. I, you know, and that, this is not a, a new idea. This idea has probably been around for, I don't know, 3,000 years. The truth is goals are idea-based. I either want something I don't have or I don't want something I do have. Goals are largely centered around one of those two things. I'm sitting on the couch and I'm hungry. The goal is I don't want to feel hungry. That's an idea. Without action, that simple goal will never be met without outside intervention. The goal of not feeling hungry cannot, in that situation where I'm sitting on the couch, staring at the TV, whatever, cannot be achieved without action, period, full stop. Objectives, however, are action-based. The objective might be, I want to make my box of hamburger helper before Yellowstone comes on in 30 minutes. That requires action, and that objective speaks to that action. To make progress, obviously, we must take action. So what is an action? My definition of an action is noun, verb, deadline. Following a procedure or a recipe in my hamburger helper box, each step is an action. Brown the ground beef before adding water. Noun, verb, deadline. So what is an objective? To me, an objective is a definitive marker that we either did this thing or we did not do this thing. I want to prepare my hamburger helper before Yellowstone comes on in 30 minutes. I either do that or I do not do that. I want to hire three employees this quarter. That's not the same thing as we want to grow. I either hired the three employees this quarter or I did not. So you've heard me talk about smart objectives instead of smart goals. Now, when I came up early in my career, smart goals was a thing that lots of people talked about. 
I personally do not like to conflate goals and objectives. To me, goals are ideas which should be squishy. I don't want to be hungry anymore. I don't want to be doing revenue-producing tasks in my company anymore. That is that is a an, a an achievement we want to hit someday. Some point in the future, I don't want to be hungry anymore. I'm sitting on the couch and I'm hungry. I don't want to be that, I don't want to feel hungry anymore. I don't want to be doing revenue-producing tasks in my company anymore. Object, objectives should not be squishy. They should be SMART objectives. Again, SMART, the acronym is Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, Time-Bound. I'll, I'll go over that again later on. So if you want to get a piece of paper and pencil so you can write it down, you can. Or you can hit the back button on your podcast player there. Examples of a SMART objective would be, I want to be out of a truck by January 1st, 2024. We will increase revenue by 20% this year over last year. Those are examples of SMART objectives. Now, why does this matter? Who cares if we're talking objectives and goals? Well, I care because if I'm talking about goals and objectives with the same language and I make them interchangeable, how will my team know when I have a specific expectation I want met and when I do not? How will they possibly know when I'm being squishy about something and when I'm not? And part of my role as a leader of the company is to not create and to eliminate as many of those situations where there can be conflict because we have assumptions that are not in alignment. They assume this is a goal. I assume it's an objective. The very, very, very predictable outcome is I'm going to be frustrated and they're going to wonder what my problem is. Very predictable. So part of my job is to identify these things, get in front of them and say, I'm not going to talk about goals and objectives in the same manner because I want them to know what a goal is. That's a squishy thing we're working towards someday whatever. An objective is we're going to do this or not do this. There's a difference there. And it's important for me and my team that we are on the same page on that. For that matter, if I'm not, if I'm not clear about what a difference between a goal and objective is, how would I even know half the time? I need to hold myself accountable too. So yes, we need to have dreams and develop compelling goals, these squishy ideas. Yes. And once that is done, Most of our attention needs to be on the objectives and outcomes, or I'm sorry, objectives and actions. So can and should we reflect on the goals also? Of course, we need to think about how great it's going to be to swim in that infinity pool or how great it's going to be to get out of a truck and be able to work on our business, not in our business and, and, you know, become the, the captain of the ship instead of being the, the, the engineering tech, all, you know, the, whatever analogy you want to use. Yes, we need to think about that stuff. Is satisfying my hunger in the back of my mind as I'm preparing my hamburger helper going to happen? Of course. Do I need to take a break every few minutes thinking about how awesome it's going to be when I'm no longer hungry? No. As I'm doing the tedious work of creating the training curriculum and the, and the training calendar and writing the job post that's going to help me find the and train my replacement so I can get out of a truck, it would be very helpful to think about how great it's going to be to not be in a truck anymore. But my focus just like with my hamburger helper needs to be on the actions, not the goal. But we must focus on the objectives and actions and the, and, and the goal. Like, like we, we got to focus on this stuff. There's no question. So like how to, how we break that down now, as you probably know by now, my brain is fairly analytical. I'm probably on the, on the extreme end of that. So you've heard of the 80, 20 rule. I kind of would use that here. 80% of uh, our focus should be on actions 20% 20% on the objectives and, and goal. And I would break that down a little further, even and say, you know, five to 10% of, of our uh, focus should be 
thinking about reaching the goal. So, you know, I'm driving down the road, daydreaming about how great that infinity pool is going to be. If I'm driving from one job to the next, and I'm still in a truck producing revenue. And I'm, I don't want to be doing that anymore. Daydreaming about how great it's going to be and all the wonderful things I can do to run the company when I'm not doing that is all completely appropriate. It constantly being in the back of our minds, 100% appropriate. But not when we need to be getting stuff done, like pausing, getting stuff done to think about the goal in my mind does not make a lot of sense. So I'd say five to 10% of our, our, our focus should be about the goal. 10 to 15% should be on the objective. I need to pick up the pace. Hey, Yellowstone's coming on in 15 minutes. I'll check face, Facebook later. I need to get focused on measuring the water to cook my noodles for my, my hamburger helper. Or in order to have my replacement ready by January 1st, 2024, I need six months to make sure they get trained. So I need to have that person hired by July 1st, 2023. Last time I hired somebody, it took me four months to find someone. I need to get cracking on brushing up that ad. So 15 to, you know, 10 to 15% of my energy needs to be on that objective. Like I'm either going to do this on time or I'm not going to do this on time. And 80% of our focus, I would say, should be focused on our actions. What action am I taking now? And what do I need to get ready to be doing next? In order to get that ad, uh, ad ready, I need to figure out who the ad is talking to. Identify why this person would want this job. Make sure the copy I'm writing in that ad is speaking to those needs. Identify where this person would be looking for a job. Are they going to be on Indeed? Are they going to be on ZipRecruiter, et cetera? Is there somewhere else I need to look? Is there some kind of industry-specific website that is a, is a job search tool that they would use? Do I, need to get, do I need to learn if that's out there? Do I need to familiarize myself with those platforms to maximize how each one of them works? If I've never used that platform before, do I need to figure that out? Do I, you know, I need to identify metrics to tell me if the ad is working or not so I don't just run an ad for four months and not pay attention to the fact that it's not working. This is how we achieve goals, by focusing on the actions, following the recipe. So more on that in a moment. First, like, let me take a moment to remind you that if you're still one of the thousands of employers who is struggling to find employees, go to freehiringwebinar.com to learn the strategies I've shown business owners to go from not being able to hire to turning off their job ads completely in just a few weeks. I literally walk you step-by-step step through the process of writing an ad that is compelling and will move your prospect to action. I talk about prospect, I'm talking about your prospective employees here. This is not a claim I make without proof. I was literally just talking to one of my clients today, this morning, who said, looking back on 2022, perhaps the greatest win he had was hiring three great employees at a time when nobody in his area in his industry had been able to find good employees. So go check it out if you're still looking to hire somebody, freehiringwebinar.com. All right, so first thing we got to do is make sure for each goal we know precisely Again, the goal is pretty easy, but also what is the correlating SMART objective? Again, SMART is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-bound. What are the necessary action, actions? What is the recipe? What are the steps? What are the KPIs? If we don't know these things, nothing else is going to matter. We are not very likely to do things we have not identified as needing to be done. I'm not going to write compelling copy if I haven't identified as that be, that as being a priority action I need to take, I'll just say, well, here's what I had last time. I'm going to go with that. Maybe that was six years ago. Maybe it was, maybe the thing, maybe things have changed in our industry. Maybe the person I'm trying to talk to is not the same person anymore. Maybe I tried that ad and, and I hired three people and none of them worked out. I mean, I need to fix that. These are the kinds of actions we need to identify for each goal. We got to go goal, objective, actions. 
Again, the reason is because goals are idea-based. I either want something I don't have or I don't want something I do have. I'm sitting on the couch, staring at the TV. Oh, I'm hungry. I don't want to be hungry anymore. That is an idea. That problem cannot be solved without action. Objectives, however, are action-based. I need to get this thing done by this amount of time. I either do this thing by this deadline or I do not do this thing by that deadline. That's an objective, not a goal. And to make progress, obviously, we must take action. What is an action? My definition is noun, verb, deadline. I'm following the steps on the recipe, the hamburger helper box. I'm following the procedure. Each step is an action. I'm I'm going through the process. I need to brown the ground beef before I add water. Noun, verb, deadline. I need to have the copy written for the job posting I want to have uh, ready by January 31st. That is an objective. I want to hire somebody is a goal. So again, an objective is a definitive marker. We either did this thing or we did not do this thing. So we need to have, you know, a smart objective again. We need to have, it has to be time bound. We either did this thing by this date or we did not. Hiring three employees this quarter is not the same thing as we want to grow. So we need to, we need to talk about smart objectives for me anyway, instead of smart goals, because I don't like to conflate goals and objectives. I don't like that confusion among my team or even myself. Goals are ideas and can be squishy. I, again, I, I'm all for having lofty goals and I'm all okay with them being squishy. And I need to create smart objectives, which lead to actions so I can achieve that goal. Again, examples would be, I want to be out of a truck by January 1st, 2024. I want to increase revenue by 20% this year over last year. And uh, I think, it, you know, again, I want to go back to it's important that we allow ourselves to dream and, comp- and develop compelling goals. That is absolutely critical. And that should be kind of, as we're daydreaming, as we're driving, as we're whatever, you know, we're taking a break. Fine. Let's, let's dream about those things. Yes, these things motivate us. These things are the reason we do what we do. And once that is done, most of our attention needs to be on the objectives and actions. So can we, when should we reflect on the goals? Yes, of course. Again, we have the time, take the time. Take a few minutes and think about how great it's going to be to have that rental property, you know, that, that 10 years from now will pay for your kid's education. Think about that. that, Of course we should think about that kind of stuff, but that's not where our focus should be. Our focus should be on the actions. Um, as I'm doing the tedious work, for example, of creating the, the training curriculum and the training calendar and writing the job posts, these things are not fun. These are tedious things that have to be done. So while I'm doing that, yeah, I should be thinking about how great it's going to be to not be a revenue-producing employee in my own company anymore. Yes, that's going to be the motivating factor to keep me, keep me doing it. But that should not be my focus. Again, for me, again, because I'm, I'm kind of an analytical brain person, I kind of like the 80-20 rule on this. 80% of my focus should be on the actions. The other 20% on the on the goal and the objective. And if I was to break that down even further, I'd say 5 to 10% on the goal, 10 to 15% on the objective. Again, keeping track of the timeline. Like I, I want to have somebody in a truck replacing me by, you know, January 1st, 2024. I need six months to get them trained. That means I need to be hired by July 1st. Last time it took me four months. That, I mean, I'm just working the deadlines backwards. Those are the objectives I need to hit. And then the actions, of course, will follow. Um, in the case of the hiring, you know, if we want to have something that, you know, replacing us by January 21st, uh, January 1st, 2024, the actions that would follow the objectives, working that timeline backwards would be figuring out who the ad is talking to, identifying why this person wants the job, make sure the copy I'm writing is speaking to those needs, identify where this person's looking for work. These are all the actions we would take to achieve, to meet the objective, 
to achieve the goal. So uh, I hope this doesn't come across super like finger wagging luxury kind of, that's not my intent. Um, I just know that this is a great time of year for goals. It's an exciting time of year to talk about all the things we accomplished last year and set ourselves up for success this year. And I th- those things are fantastic. And I know for me and other people I work with, it's easy to get hung up thinking about the goals and not focus our attention on the actions. And then when we, when we do that, we're, we're disappointed. We let ourselves down. So again, I don't, I don't want to come across as like a, a finger wagging luxury, whatever. Um, but it's also not one of the things that we should be dismissing and acting like it's not a thing. It is a thing. It affects almost all of us. So, uh, don't, re- uh, reminder, if you're still struggling to find great employees, check out freehiringwebinar.com today. Um, if you haven't yet, please hit that subscribe button. Also, if you could share this podcast with a friend or colleague who's a business owner in the service industry, that would be awesome. I'm trying to help as many folks as we can and get, get word out. That's how these things grow. You subscribe, you share, give us a rating review. Those are the three things you can do. If you haven't done those three things, please take a, a minute and a half today and do one of those three things. Other than that, that's it for this week. Hope you guys all have a great week and I'll see you all next week.